How could it be that the Bible, a book demeaned and disregarded as archaic writings of mere men, continually destroys its detractors? God's word has proven to be irrefutable in the fields of medicine, biology, paleontology, archaeology, geology, astrology, mathematics, and meteorology, as well as psychology, sociology, theology, etc., etc. God's word found in the majority text authorized King James Version is a fountain of living water just waiting for the thirsty. Jesus said in John 4:14, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him, a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Are you thirsty? Click on the Further with Jesus for instant access to the fountain of life. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 17, verses 10 through 14, This is my covenant which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man-child among you shall be circumcised. And ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man-child in your generations. He that is born in the house, or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy seed. He that is born in thy house, and he that is bought with thy money, must needs be circumcised. And my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant." And the uncircumcised man-child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people, he hath broken my covenant. Man said it has no real value. In 1971, the prestigious American Academy of Pediatrics said, Circumcision may have some religious reason, but it delivers no medical benefit whatsoever. Up until that time, male circumcision was routine in America. Now the record. Thousands of years before man's science begins to understand the reasons why, God has already declared the truth in his word. So it is with circumcision. This is just another proof of the inerrancy of God's beautiful word. This is God said, man said's third feature on the subject of circumcision. New research continues to pour in concerning this biblical doctrine. For further information on this subject, click on the circumcision and circumcision 2 on this website. I mentioned in one of the above features that there are organizations whose sole purpose is to contradict the God-given commandment of male circumcision. This update will once again give a resounding yes to the word of God. Circumcision is the first commandment given unto Abraham in the covenant God made with him. This law preceded the law God gave to Moses by nearly 600 years. Circumcision was called the token of the covenant and it involved the male organ, which is central to the procreation of life. In the New Testament, which fulfilled Old Testament law, the counterpart to Old Testament circumcision is circumcision of the heart. Romans chapter 2, verse 29, But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. The heart is also central to the procreation of spiritual life. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. 
As in all of God's commandments, there are very real, real, excuse me, spiritual and physical benefits in obedience. According to the September 25th, 2005 Associated Press article, South African AIDS expert urges circumcision, this medical procedure greatly reduces one's chance of contracting HIV. That was the headline. The article reads, A South African AIDS expert Saturday advocated male circumcision as the best available vaccine against the virus in his country, where an estimated 6 million people are infected and more than 600 people die every day. Francos Venter told a Congress of health activists in the Treatment Action Campaign that a recent survey in the Soweto Township indicated that circumcised men were 65% less likely to contract AIDS than those who had not been circumcised. We dream of a vaccine which has this efficiency, said Venter. Clinical Director of the Reproductive Health and HIV Research at the University of Witwatersen. The results are phenomenal. The association between circumcision and a reduced risk of HIV was noted as early as 1987 when Dr. William Cameron of the University of Manitoba, excuse me, in Canada reported findings from a study in Kenya. Some researchers in early studies have said they believe cells in the foreskin may be particularly susceptible to infection. Venture urged the Treatment Action Campaign, an influential movement of 13,000 activists, to consider promoting circumcision as a vital prevention tool given that existing methods were failing to slow the spread of the epidemic. South Africa has the highest number of people living with HIV-AIDS in the world. Nearly 30% of pregnant women are infected, according to the Health Development Survey published in July. And in the hardest-hit province of KwaZulu-Natal, this rises to 41%. The disease is now one of the main causes of death among young adults and infants. The Soweto study was conducted by French researchers between 2002 and 2005 with more than 3,000 healthy, sexually active males between 18 and 24. About half of the volunteers were circumcised by medical professionals and the rest remained uncircumcised. All the men received counseling on AIDS prevention. But after 21 months, 51 members of the uncircumcised group had contracted HIV, the AIDS virus, while only 18 members of the circumcised group had gotten the disease, end of quote. The uncircumcised group was 283% more likely to contract HIV, the, the virus, excuse me, which leads to AIDS. San Francisco Chronicle medical writer Sabine Russell reported the following in a July 6th 2005 article called Circumcision May Offer Africa AIDS Hope. French and South African AIDS researchers have called an early halt to a study of adult male circumcision to reduce HIV infection after initial results reportedly showed that men who had had the procedure dramatically lowered their risk of, con of contracting the virus. The study's preliminary results disclosed Tuesday by the Wall Street Journal showed that circumcision reduced the risk of contracting HIV by 70%, a level of protection far better than the 30% risk reduction set as a target for an AIDS vaccine. According to the newspaper account, the study underway in Orange Farm Township, South Africa, was stopped because the results were so favorable. It was deemed unethical to continue the trial after an early peek at data showed that the uncircumcised men were so much more likely to become infected, end of quote. 
According to a 2004 April uh, Science News article, Robert C. Bollinger and colleagues from Johns Hopkins Medical Institutions in Baltimore conducted a study in Pune, India, showing uncircumcised men 800% more likely to acquire HIV. Also, the uncircumcised men were twice as likely to develop genital ulcers. The following paragraphs are from that Science News article. Earlier research indicated that HIV could enter a man's body via the soft foreskin. In 2002, Robert C. Bailey of the University of Illinois at Chicago and his colleagues found that foreskin samples from uncircumcised, healthy men harbor less of the protective protein called keratin than other types of skin do. Moreover, the foreskin has high concentrations of CD4T, and Langerin cells, the immune cells typically targeted by HIV, Bailey reported. The concentrations were even greater than those in tissue from women's services, which are highly susceptible to HIV infection. When exposed to the virus in a lab dish, the foreskin cells took up six to nine times as much HIV as cervical cells did, Bailey says. The hypothesis is that the foreskin foreskin, excuse me, contains a lot of cells that are magnets for HIV, says Bollinger, end of quote. The following is a quick bullet point review of God Said Man Said's first article on this topic titled Circumcision. Birth records of 219,755 male children born in United States Armed Forces hospitals from 1975 to 1979 were examined. It was found that the uncircumcised experienced an 1,100% higher incidence of urinary tract infections. After nine different studies were reviewed, the finding was that the uncircumcised suffered urinary tract infections 12 times more often than those who were circumcised. The uncircumcised are 800% more likely to acquire AIDS via a heterosexual relationship. In 1947, a study of 1,300 consecutive patients in a Canadian Army unit showed that being uncircumcised was associated with a nine-fold higher risk of syphilis and three times more gonorrhea. In 50,000 penal cancer cases recorded in the United States, 49,990 were among, among uncircumcised men. Only 10 of those cancer victims were circumcised. 10,000 of the 50,000 pedal cancer cases died as a result of the disease. Uncircumcised men have twice the incidence of prostate cancer. Later in a man's life, the uncircumcised are twice as likely to have erectile dysfunction as his circumcised counterpart. Studies have documented higher rates of cervical cancer in women who have had one or more uncircumcised partners. The benefits from male circumcision run on and on, end of quote. God's word is true and righteous altogether. For over 6,000 years, Satan's greatest carnal minds have challenged and incessantly ridiculed followers of God, but have failed miserably every time. One last fact to remember is that God commanded the male child to be circumcised on the eighth day. Why the eighth day? On the eighth day of the human lifespan, vitamin K, which causes blood to clot, reaches its peak the very day God commanded circumcision to be performed. God said to circumcise the male child over 40 centuries before medical science had the foggiest idea of the benefits. He commanded it to be performed on the eighth day. Man said there's no real medical benefit. Now you have the record.